gentlemen, this is it. All right. <laughs> Here we go. We're back. Episode four. Back at our it first, again. Our first topic episode, y'all. <laughs> oh, this my is, God. The best one crazy. yet. Yeah. The best this is definitely going to be crazy. So, uh, welcome, everybody, to Where's the Time Gone? Podcast from students for students. You know, the whole, the whole spiel and all that. This is our first topic episode. Uh, first episode out of Breaking the Ice. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about managing your time. And some of the lessons that we've learned and, you know, some of the things that we think about managing time that we think might be useful to other people. So I guess we'll start off with introductions. So uh, we're doing introductions a little differently today. One of the main things that we're going to be talking about in our introductions is the current things that we got to balance in terms of like what we have to manage in terms of time right now, you know, relating back to the topic. So again, my name is Julian Remy Hernandez. Some of my friends call me Remy. I'm a five out of five music and technology major, and my current list of things that I'm balancing are my thesis project, which is an album, an ensemble, which is kind of just, uh, so for music techs, we need to create like a group of music technology students and create an ensemble of, that works on some kind of piece and some kind of music thing that we, that culminates in a performance at the end of the semester, balancing that. Nine credits of classes, that is on the, aside from my thesis. Uh, peer leader stuff, which we have to do a couple meetings during the fall. My fraternity, of which I'm v- vice president. The Cultural Greek Council, of which I'm the president. The SGA, of which I'm going to be running for senator position and currently involved. Uh, looking for jobs and internships because, you know, senior year. Uh, freelance work as an audio engineer and DJ. Like yesterday, I was just DJing one of the events on campus, which was pretty cool. And then family. That's the last one. Been trying to spend more time with my with my mom back at home, especially since my sister's in college now. So, my mom. It's like only I think it's the second year now where my mom's like really like alone. So, going back to help her has been really nice. So yeah, mm-hmm. guess we'll talk and toss it to Dewan over there. <laughs> yeah. All right, hello everyone. It's Dewan again. Um, so yeah, my name is Dewan. I'm a visual arts and technology senior. Um, so the current things that I have to balance. Um, the first thing is being the senior advisor for the Black Student Union. Um, I have to make sure, you know, I advise them the right way, make sure they're getting everything done and answer all the questions that they might have about anything. Um, another thing is being a resident assistant, making sure that, like, you know, my residents are okay, making sure I'm fulfilling, like, the duties of being an RA, uh, which is a lot that I won't, like, list right now, but it's a lot in itself. Um, on top of that, you know, looking for jobs, looking for internships, because, you know, we want money. <laughs> um, other things that I'm involved in that I'm, like, social media ambassador for the communications department and just making sure that um, the follow students page is all up and handy-dandy, making sure I help them, whatever they need help in. Um, and then I have two projects that I'm trying to work on that I am, well, maybe, I guess three in terms of projects, because I want to do, like, this thing um, for the Black Student Union um, and also, like, a program for um, resident residence life. And then also my capstone, which is probably one of the biggest things that I have to manage. Um, and then on top of that, you know, classes. I, I only have four classes right now, but they're a lot of work. <laughs> so that adds a lot to, like, what I have to balance. And also just, like, you know, making sure I do things that make me, like, happy on my end. Like, making sure that, you know, if I want to go out, I can go out. I have the time to do that. Yeah. Or, you know... Um, anything fun related and also one thing I forgot is freelancing because I do a lot of freelancing but I'm trying to not do as much freelancing so it doesn't take away from my creativity for uh, my capstone project but freelancing is one of the other biggest things that I'm working on this semester Um, 
But yeah, that's the only thing I could think of right now. There's always thing, other things that could come there later. But those are the main ones that yep. I just listed. There you go. So I'll hand it off to Poosh. Sweet. All right, everyone. It's good to be back. Oh, my God. It's been about a month since I was in the studio recording for the first Breaking the Ice episode. So that's pretty cool. Uh, name's Poojan, uh, five out of five, mechanical engineer, doing minor in biomedical. Last year, it's underway. We're already a month in. Um, so some things I got going on this semester, uh, first and foremost is vice president of programming for SIGAP. Uh, probably one of my biggest commitments of the semester. It's my second semester of my term. Um, so I just want to really finish that out strong and make sure that it's in a good spot for whoever takes over coming in January, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, outside of that, academically speaking, taking only 15 credits this semester, which as an engineer is so much better. Like yeah, as a whole, like I've had one 21 credit semester, a couple of 20, 19, especially with the minor, it just you know right. adds up. And like the numbers seem scary, which they are, but uh, it's been nice to only have 15 this semester. So it's three major classes. Um, my last one for my minor in biomedical engineering and then senior design, which in and of itself is a journey, to say the least. Uh, there's so many like little things to senior design because you have the senior design class and you have technogenesis, yeah. which is the business side, and you have like your personal things with your professor or your advisor that you have to the project. Um, PO, as Julian um, you know, announced earlier as well, got that on my to-do list for the semester. I uh, had our first meeting this past week. Uh, another thing is this podcast, obviously. You know, oh, we're all, yeah, that we no all one said that. Um, I was actually waiting to see if you said it because I remembered like right before you went, I was like, damn, we yeah. all forgot <laughs> like, about the thing that we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, literally, we're spending time on our Sunday right now recording this episode. Right. Um, but yeah, that's going to be huge for this semester. Uh, rock climbing has been a personal goal of mine that I want to make sure I'm spending more time in. So this semester, spe specifically, Julian is going to be joining me on that. <laughs> yeah, so both of us will be busy with that for sure. Uh, job search. Apparently, as a senior, you got to look for jobs, um, <laughs> which is funny because uh, it wasn't until last week that I started an Excel sheet that actually, like, I'm starting to track my job applications. And all I did last week was start an Excel sheet with, like, six headings. I was like, company like position, blah, 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 blah. And I had nothing on it yet. I should really do that. Yeah, no, that exactly. Like really and I was awesome just like, idea. some people like have, some, one of my friends just accepted a full-time job and I was like, oh, I should probably start him. looking that. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, and then personal time and personal relationships, you know, and, and honestly, that's just something that I want to make sure I'm able to spend more time on this semester. So that's basically what I have going on right now. And to kind of intro into this episode about time management, how about we just kind of go around the room and, Speak a little bit about what time management means to us. Like when we say time management, what is your definition? What's your idea of it? What do you what do you what do you think about when you when you hear time management? Juan, you wanna Okay. So when I think of time management, um, I don't really have like a set definition, but the things that fall under it for me is make it the well the biggest thing and probably the only thing is um it's a set of things that you are passionate about mm -hmm. that you want to get done. Um and manage, you know, like if you're not passionate about something, you cannot, you're not going to be want to manage it at all. Um, so my biggest thing, like my biggest thing, is with time management is being passionate about whatever you're trying to manage into your time. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that's a good definition. For me, it's um, time management is all about priorities, and I really think it's all about priorities because really, all you're trying to do in time management is have what you spend your time on reflect what you want to get out of your time and mm, your life. Mm -hmm. um, like, for example, if you don't want to be doing construction stuff, then don't spend time doing construction stuff. Like, it's a really outlandish thing. But, for example, for me, a big thing for me was when I was an engineer. I was an engineer for a year, if 
anybody didn't know that. <laughs> Fun fact. I came in as a mechanical <laughs> engineer to switch after my freshman year because I realized that that was not what I wanted to be spending my time on. Good for you. Um, and that's not what I wanted to get out of my life, right? Um, I realized that it just wasn't me. And a lot of the time, the biggest thing in time management is making sure that you're spending your time on the things that forward what you want to get out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I like both those definitions. The only thing, like, I completely agree with that. The only thing I would add in my definition of what time management is you're consciously choosing the things that you want to do and spend yeah. your time on, right? And it's yeah. that, that keyword of, like, consciously. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that conscious keyword is actually Exactly, it's important. huge, right? Because when you think about it, it's like, for time management, there's no right way of time managing. Like, we're going to all talk about our experiences throughout the next, like, half an hour or so, but, like, there's yeah. no right answer, but it's more like, what is your way of time management? Right. Yeah. And it's such a personal, conscious effort. Yeah. And, like, that's, that's what it means to me, and that's why I'm excited to, like, really be on this episode and talking about it right now, because everyone just is going to have a different yeah. answer to all these questions that we're going to bring up, And I, super I, cool. I really want to expand on that, because um, that was something I tried to touch on in the intro a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, we're, we can only talk about the things that work for us, Mm-hmm. And some of the things that we think, you know, helped us that we saw other people do that helped them. And everybody's a little bit different. So you're probably sitting at home, listening to this, and you're probably going to pick here and there one or two things from each of us, or maybe none of the things that each of us, and we'll just get you thinking about something else that you can add to mm-hmm. your kind of routine, right? The biggest thing is to actively just be thinking about how you're doing the thing yeah. of time managing. We're getting the conversation started now. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Dude, all right. First question that I think is a pretty good intro to kind of delve into this and see where we get is what's the biggest time management weakness that you feel like you have as an individual? Um, So for me, my biggest weakness has always been sticking to those priorities, which Mm -hmm. is why that's such a big part of my definition is um, making sure that you consciously choose what you want to be spending your time on and making sure that you stick to that. And within that, making sure that you have the strength to say no. Mm, saying Two things no that huge. Uh, don't build towards your actual priorities. Um, for me, it was always hard. Like, I'm one of those people that I just love being around other people. Mm-hmm. And I really feed off of the energy of other people. And I would, I would, so easy for me to get sucked into activities that have a bunch of other people because I want to be part of, like, a group and, like, doing things. Um, so it was always hard for me to say no and, like, then go do things by myself. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, saying no and sticking to my priorities is definitely my big, definitely has been my biggest weakness. Yeah. Um, for me, my biggest time management weakness would be making sure that I, like, at times I feel like I'm not giving all of my giving my all to like one. I guess like, I guess I'm gonna say like topic or mm-hmm. section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's just like you know like. I feel like, I don't know how to word it, but what happens is, like, if I'm focused on, like, you know, my capstone, I'm also focused on RA stuff, one of those are going to get more attention than the other, and that's what, where, like, where my weakness falls. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to give one more attention. I want to give everything an equal amount of attention, um, but at the same time, like, you know, like, maybe one thing is more important, but it's just, you know, it's always, it, yeah. like, thinking about that is, like, what gets me. Oh, absolutely. What chokes exactly. me up is just literally thinking about which one is more important, I'm like, you know, like, Neither uh, should be like you know more important than the other. Like, like we all listed off a laundry list right <laughs> yeah. now. Like, I'm just listening to y'all's and it's just like, oh my god, that's that's a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. And it's um, like, 
what happens when you have an event for like your classes, but mm-hmm. then you have a family get together? Like right. You have you have to choose one. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be in two places at once. So right. yeah, maybe one day. That's, that's a good. See, you <laughs> cannot be two <laughs> places at once. Day. That is a thing. You cannot do two things at once. You cannot be yeah. two places at once. Not so yet. yeah. Now, until we figure that part out, I think this is important. <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah. No, definitely. For me, I mean, Julian kind of said it. It's just saying no. Yeah. The, the whole idea of like being able and being comfortable with saying no is just like my biggest weakness. Uh, and throughout my four years now of of being here at Stevens, it's just it's so easy for me to like just want to do everything. You know, I'll yeah. see my friends like getting involved in really cool organizations and stuff. I'm like, oh. That sounds cool. Let me go to that. But then it's like the weekends come along. And it's like my friends want to go out and to go to a party or something. And like, oh, I want to do that too. Let me do that too. Yeah. And it's just like being able to like, I guess, almost like make your own name. And it, it, it sounds weird, but like, you know, what what does like being Pujan mean to me? You know? Yeah. And it's like figuring out how to say no to the other things because the more I say yes, the more I almost take away from myself. Yeah. And part of it is knowing what you want yourself to be yeah uh, we kind of yeah. talked about this in episode three like wholesome things with me marie and mc okay of just this idea of like personal twerking like being able to be yourself and knowing what you want yourself to be because mm-hmm. the more you act as your authentic self the more you're going to attract the energy of which you want to be in mm-hmm. um but and you, yeah. it, it's a hard road to go down and i think that's why yeah. it's so easy to do the opposite of that sometimes is because like yeah. it's so much easier to be like friends are going out you're like yeah i'm gonna go with you because yeah. that's just easy to do but rather than consciously deciding to work on yourself, yeah, you know, and like right. you know, we we've all I'm sure been there. It's like how many times on the weekends have you decided to take the easier path almost just yeah. because it's you know convenient. it's just so easy to say yes, yeah, so easy to say yes. That's the trick. That is the trick. That yeah. is the trick. And and I think a really cool and Julian, you'll actually recognize this quote because I said it during PL training uh, this year. But uh, this quote in my mind sums up this idea really well of like you know what is your biggest weakness and like saying no and things like that. It's like lack of direction. So you just go, lack of direction, not lack of time is the problem. And we all have 24-hour days. Yeah. So, you know, everyone is in the same boat in the sense of when it comes to time, the time management part of time. Yeah. But Sorry, time part of time management. There you go. Uh, <laughs> everyone has 24 hours, right? And yeah. it's really figuring out what it is for yourself that you want to spend those 24 hours on. Right. Yeah. How much sleep do you get? For yeah. me, not so much, but <laughs> you know, you make That's it work. Least, yeah, least it's important though. Um, what was it? Yesterday, I got a total of like six. Yeah, and honestly, that was actually something that I came into the semester thinking about. Is like, all right, how much sleep do I want to be getting? Mm-hmm. And that needs to be like, there's my biggest thing in time management is I feel like you need to set kind of rules for yourself. Okay. That kind of dictate, because for example, the whole like picking one thing over the other, you need to kind of know where the things lie. So you need to kind of make those rules for yourself of which one has priority in certain situations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and absolutely. what kind of things are important. So if like in that, so obviously everybody knows that there are times when money is going to be important because you're short on funds, right? So mm-hmm. that's going to be more of a deciding factor than if it's just something that you want to be doing and something that maybe might forward your career, but doesn't really get you money. Right. Mm-hmm. And the frustrating thing is like knowing which the most difficult is knowing which factors are your deciding factors in that moment, right? And making sure that you know where your priorities are. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, kind of going off that, I guess we can go into like, what are some top lessons you've learned from your Stevens career yeah. so far? Cause we've been here for a little while now. Yeah. You know, I think over the years you definitely pick up on stuff as you know, happens throughout life in general, but yeah, I mean, 
Um, for me, I'll take this. I'll yeah, start go off. for it. But because I was just thinking about this in terms of like you know like time management, obviously. But the thing that really got me more acclimated or more like more so thinking about um, time management, um, and I guess the lesson from that mm-hmm. um, would be like so. Last year, I was involved a lot, and I did too many things. I had like too many classes, too mm-hmm. many. Um, but then I was just really also just really involved. I was president of BSU and going back to this idea of like passion, like I was passionate, everything that I was doing. Um, so I, I stuck to it and I was giving my all in every single thing. So like for BSU, we were putting on like great events. I would say, you know, making sure that BSU was, you know, holding up, you know, what we were supposed to be doing, you know, like mm-hmm. unity, stuff like that. Um, and then, but also I wanted to give all my, all of my, like, you know, efforts into my school projects. So and design three, which is like the precursor to capstone. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to give that my all, and I wanted to go all out for that, which I did. But in the end, it was a lot of work. Okay. It was all a lot of work, and I would say that I managed it well. But like, it took a toll on my mental health. That's why I like had to take like sit back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed like when I was doing that, like it was also my first year being an RA. Mm-hmm. I was also, the other classes I was taking required a lot of time too. Um, so I was I lacked a lot of sleep last semester. Mm-hmm. Or I would say like last year. Um, just because I was doing a lot. I even accepted another Ebra position on Gear and Triangle, but <laughs> yeah. I, I dropped it because, you know, I wasn't that passionate about it, and I, don't, I didn't feel like I was going to give all of my time and effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my biggest lesson was to basically, you know, only give my time to things that I'm truly passionate about. Okay. Um, and that's why I dropped Gear and Triangle, for that time mm-hmm. being. Um, but, yeah, just... Like I said, my biggest lesson was, you know, just really focus on the things that I'm really passionate about mm-hmm. um, and not... Picking up anything else that's gonna like make me stress even more, um, but yeah, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like I like that a lot. Um, yeah. And now when I think about this, like you know, what are some lessons I've learned? I kind of think about the things I've done to help me feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of time management. And so there's very concrete examples I want to give for that. And that comes down to the basic thing. You've probably heard it already. And like if you have if you haven't been able to do this yet, definitely recommend getting on it right now. Is making a calendar and making a to do list. Like, as simple as it sounds, having those two things are just so important, you know? Yeah. Especially when a calendar, whether that's on Google calendars, which it is for my case, but I know a lot of people also do, like, handwritten calendars in mm-hmm. their dorms or, you know, in their, on their desks or whatever. But just having a place to write things down, because there's only so much you can keep in your head. Like, it's going to be in your head, but you can't, like, always bring it to the mm-hmm. forefront. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. having it written down is just so, yes. so, so important. Dude, the worst is when you remember something <sighs> in the middle of doing something else yep. after you're supposed to remember it, like, the day before. <laughs> 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 it's like the worst timing about it, and like, wait yeah. a second. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that because, uh-huh. like, I've noticed yeah. that writing. That's more. <laughs> I should have said that as a big lesson. But mm-hmm. writing things down. I didn't discover this until this semester. But writing things down mm-hmm. has been like so helpful to my life and like to my time management. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the suggestions that my professor, my advisor for Capstone, had mm-hmm. was for me to. I hope everyone's gonna imagine this correctly, but to take out a section in your room, mm-hmm. um, a wall specifically, and you know, put some rope or yarn, whatever, and just, like, section it off by, like, you know, like, four columns. And this is all for capstones, but I can use this. I same idea for other things. Um, and so I will have one label on the index card, and I will, like, thumbtack it to the wall. Mm-hmm. It will be um, writing, uh, making, research, and I forget the last one. But on the other side, it will be, like, to, to, to do, and that's done. And mm-hmm. so now mm-hmm. I would take, like, Post-it notes, and I would put under, like, if it's for my capstone, let's just say it's for things that I need to research. I would put that on the to be done 
yep. section. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it's done, I will push it, put it down. So it feels like I'm actually like you know acting on all the things that I said I was going to be doing. When you like physically move it, I yeah, feel exactly. Like that yeah. So it's like amazing. like it's like kind of like taking control of your life. Like that's yeah. one of the things I've been like going by lately. It's like taking yeah. control. Um, and then the other section I have is thoughts. I just remembered it mm-hmm. um, because I'm the type of person that thinks a lot. I think too much. So when I, if it's something for capsule that I think about, Yo, I'm probably most likely <laughs> going to forget it. So if I'm if I think about it, I write it down on a post-it note and put yeah. it on the section that says thoughts. And then I go back to it and I be like, okay, this is what I thought about. I'm going to act on it and I'll move it down to to that's done to the done side of the right. wall. This is all wall, y'all. This is a whole wall, y'all. I love that. (laughs) But I think now that I'm doing it just for Capstone, I've thought to myself, you know, I think I want to do this for, like, you know, just like, you know, regular day life, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like, things that I've done. Because I already have, like, you know, sticky notes on my computer that helps me out. And, you Mm -hmm. know, the calendar, like you said, Mm -hmm. helps me out a lot. But, like, writing things down and, like, just being able to take control of it physically, like, Mm -hmm. of your thoughts at least, Mm -hmm. is I really like that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, mine are definitely more concrete. So, like, Google Keep is my go-to tool for like the sticky notes aspect yeah. i know like your computer has sticky notes but google keep is super cool because you can access it on your phone and like anywhere else that your google account is linked to and like most of my like life revolves around google like my gmail account google calendar like it's so beautiful but anyways google keep specifically is a super powerful tool for me because you can put check boxes on these sticky notes and i organize mine by date so i'll put a date and what needs to be done by that date so whether it's homework assignments for classes or to do's for my fraternity or just general uh things that i need to get done in terms of like oh reaching out to this person for getting coffee and catching up sometime you know and just having that there seeing that date every time i open it and then once i get it done i can't describe how amazing that feeling of actually clicking it is and it goes away into the completed section and you can actually open up the completed section and my general like my i have one note for just general stuff i have like 70 something completed stuff in that and sometimes i just go in like look at it i'm like oh like, I've actually done all this stuff. Like, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. so Google Keep has been a really good thing. And then Google Calendar, which we mentioned earlier, uh, as stupid as or silly as it might sound, I have sometimes even gone in and scheduled in, like, eating times, sleeping yes, times, that, like, going to the gym. So important. And, like, the reason is, right, because, like, when you see that space open, I'll almost tend to give it to other people when people are like, oh, when are you free to, like, you know, do something or, like, yeah. work on this project? I'm like, oh, I'm free for these two hours. But what I really needed to do was use those two hours for homework or use those two hours to go get food. Dude, you know how many times I've forgotten to just D- put food yeah. in my schedule? I'm just like, yeah. all right, now I got to go to this, this, and this. And then I, like, I'll be in the middle of class and be like, you know, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> what was the last time I ate? And then you look at your calendar. Like, oh, oh, six hours ago. That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. No, exactly. Yeah. And like, I think it's pretty important. Like, and and that's sometimes something that's worked for me is actually yeah. being able to put that into my calendar, like straight into yeah. it. Mm. So uh, for me, mm-hmm. my biggest lesson has revolved around the whole priorities topic, right? Um, and it has to also do with understanding what you want to be spending your time on. Mm-hmm. I ended up reading this case. Uh, from Harvard Business Review, it was part of a compilation of like managing yourself, kind of thing, which is kind of cool. Highly recommend Harvard Business Review and especially like some of the compilation things. They're really cool if you want to learn some things. Just you can they it put it in the frame of business, but it really like you can really apply them to yourself. And this one specifically was about uh, so it was the concept of who's supposed to be doing the action for something. Mm-hmm. And the act, they tended to, the analogy for the action was like a monkey. So like you have a monkeys on your back is like you need to be doing things. And it was like being okay with giving the monkeys to other people and like understanding that I don't need to do it all. Mm. Right? And knowing what I wanted to be doing. 
Uh, so for example, like one big thing is within my fraternity, like I would literally be like, I will, I will be doing this kind of work. Mm -hmm. I want to be doing this kind of work. And the other things like I can help if you really need me, but I'm going to be, that is, there's 16 other people in this organization that they're more just as suited as, as I am. Um, so I'm going to do the things that like, I know I kind of have to do and mm -hmm. like I should be doing and I want to do. And the things that really anybody can do and anybody can pick up, I'm going to leave there for other people because I have other things that are equally as important. And like one big example for me was uh, I had gotten into scholarship trouble because of my GPA like a while back. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got like a 3-2, a 3-1, a uh, 2-9, and like another 2-9. And my GPA requirement was a 3-2. So I got into scholarship trouble, got like a below that GPA again, appealed, got like my appeal semester. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'm actually just going to make academics my priority i mean it had to be at that point. yeah right? and literally it was literally just a choice because that semester i ended up with like a three seven eight or something stupid like that yeah. it was literally just making a choice and that was it wasn't even that i didn't care about academics it was mm -hmm. the fact that i just didn't make it a priority and i didn't make my time reflect my actual priorities um that was the semester that i really learned and that what you. you tell yourself is monumentally oh more important than yeah, really what you say to else. yourself in your mind yeah it's huge yeah. for sure yeah man this is a big thing and off of that i kind of wanted to talk, bring up a topic of just like managing time mm. versus managing energy because i like we were talking about like managing time it's like kind of like that oh i have like three to five and like something to something and mm -hmm. then i have lunch in this hour and like that's kind of like an easy math equation uh, what I think some one thing that might get lost in the sauce sometimes Love that is <laughs> is managing your energy as well because if you're doing homework for five hours and you get out of that you're not gonna have the energy to go like mm -mm. write another essay mm -mm. right so I was like how how do you guys what's your kind of approach to managing your time versus managing your energy so for me I, I guess I'll start with this one because this is this is big like the energy aspect of it and I like love that we brought this up because. Yeah, we keep talking about all these things that you want to do, right? But you think about it. It's like for me, I got into babysitting about like a year and a half, two years ago almost now. Yeah. And so one of the biggest things for that was like I would babysit for about three hours. And after that, I'd have like a couple hours to get work done. But I'd come back home and I would just be so mentally exhausted and physically exhausted too. Because like, first of all, Hoboken kids have way too much energy, like way, <laughs> way too much energy. And they really like they really take it out of you. So anyways, I'd come home and I'd be like, okay. Time to get work done. I'd sit at my desk, and I can't tell you how many times I was just like, I don't have the mental capacity right now <laughs> to actually like, do this. It's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, right? And so so what it came down was, like, the energy aspect was, like, you can't be 100% 24 hours in a day. That's yeah. just, like, not humanly or physically possible. Yeah. And so for me, what I had to start figuring out was, okay, so when I get to that point of a low almost in my day where I don't have the energy to do something, yeah. I want to make sure I'm able to maybe instead do something that wouldn't require as much of my like mental energy. Yeah. And maybe that would mean going and meeting up with someone. Because to be honest, like using that time to meet up with someone, and you said it earlier that you feed off other people's energy, yeah. it just almost boosts you up again. You yeah. know? And so for managing energy, it's really finding those things that like bring your energy back up. And like I said it in my first Breaking Ice episode where like I'm a big fan of coffee. But coffee shops for me are just such yeah. a big restart and like a jumpstart. And so I think it's important to find out those things that for you really get your energy back up. And also like being open to like trying different things, you know, like yeah. becoming in a set schedule is never going to be a good thing because you'll just won't find it enjoyable over, over yeah. an X amount of time, you know? Yeah. And so 
it's important to be able to like figure out what is it that you're going to do that's going to reignite your flame. Yeah. Almost. One of the things that I started in the last year was uh, color coding my mm, calendar mm-hmm. and all of my like to do's and whatnot. And the reason I did that was so I have I have a color for like extracurriculars, mm-hmm. a color for academics, a color for like business and financial stuff, mm-hmm. a color for like my health things like eating and working out, a color for and a color for personal things. So like spending time with family, spending time with friends, doing things that I know is just like really just for me and like things that I really just enjoy. One of the things that I tend to like do when creating my schedules i try to have never have like two things of the same color touching Ah, interesting okay so it's like you're putting yourself in different mindsets and allowing yourself to take a break and then refresh Mm -hmm. after each one Mm -hmm. Uh, because and i the other really big thing uh, is making sure that i have at least one purple thing every day um i do at least one thing for yourself for that like is really just for spending time with the people that you want to be spending time with and the things that you love mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily need to be for a higher purpose. Yeah. I love right? that. Because the higher purpose is yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. Yeah. Um, so for me, I was just thinking about, you know, because I never thought about, like, you know, how do I manage my my energy to do yeah. all the things that I want to do? Um, well, I thought about what you said, mm-hmm. Pooj, um, about, like, hmm, Okay, cause I'm, I'm like everything. It's a lot of thoughts going in my head right now. Yeah, man. But yeah. the one of the things I thought about was like, <clears throat> what was it? It's like leaving my head right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was <laughs> talking like <laughs> like your personal <laughs> things, right? Finding <laughs> a way to reset, almost. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Finding a way to reset. <laughs> yeah. So okay. my way of resetting <laughs> and getting my building my energy back up is, you know, obviously like listening to music mm-hmm. will bring my energy mm-hmm. back up. Um, but I, not all the time can I listen to music and do work at the same time. So I'll take a break, we'll listen to music, you know, go on my phone a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that that sometimes brings my energy up. But I noticed that one of the big things that brings my energy up is, like, if I'm sitting indoors somewhere, like, mm-hmm. I could fall asleep, <laughs> especially <laughs> in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things is, you know, just going outside and stepping out for, like, a quick second. And that literally, I don't know about y'all, but it literally wakes me up, like, all the way. I don't oh, know 100%. why. I really don't know why, but, like, it wakes me up all the way and it builds my energy. Um, I think it's just a sense of, you know, like, the change of scenery, maybe the change, change of like the air, the environment. Yeah, for sure. um, so that's the biggest thing for me, just like mm-hmm. going outside for like at least two seconds and just be like, oh, like take a deep breath and then mm-hmm. go back in and then yeah, go ahead. And I just love start that. Start working again. I love that. Yeah. Um, and what it's, I'm not really big on coffee and everything. Like I can drink coffee. It's like, okay. Um, but I'm not really that big on coffee or I don't like to drink Monster as much. I don't mm-hmm. think that's, <laughs> it shouldn't really mm-hmm. be a thing. Um, so like, I wouldn't recommend that, but the only thing that really like naturally gets my energy up is like you know really going outside. Um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like I've gotten to that thing where I'll I'll go to coffee shops with people and I'll get tea, mm-hmm. and like I don't even go for the tea or like I I definitely don't really drink anything caffeine because like I'm super hyper as a person. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows I do not need to be drinking Always caffeine. Always alive, alert, awake, <laughs> enthusiastic. Hell yeah, but. <laughs> um, so really, it's more about just spending time with the people sometimes. Okay. Uh, getting yeah. that, getting that environment because I really like that environment where you're just surrounded by people that are just kind of like focused on mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. which is really cool, or just like really just focused on spending time with each other. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last thing I kind of want to add to that is like you know we all talked about our ways of managing time and energy. Yeah. And the biggest thing is like being open. Okay, so I'm gonna say being open to failure, but I don't actually see it as failure. I yeah. see it as change. Yeah. And. In my mind, especially when it comes to managing stuff and like learning over time, failing is not, sorry, changing is not failing. Yeah. So many times you're like, 
you, you have this idea of what works for you, but then you realize that that might not be it and you have to change that. And then so easily in your own mind, you're like, damn, I just failed. Yeah. But it's not a negative, it's not a negative thing in my mind because, you know, every step of the way throughout my four years at college, there's been so many learning pro like so many opportunities for learning. And because of that have shifted the way I look at things, it shifted the way I do things, even just with time management, it shifted the way I manage my time. Right. And, because I changed it doesn't mean I was failing originally. I just learned how to do it better. Yeah. And uh, throw back to what I said when I was talking about how I switched majors earlier. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, switching majors was like one of those things where you kind of needed to deal with almost being a failure. Because you, you especially in high school, you create this narrative mm -hmm. for yourself. Uh, and especially when you're like in the AP physics classes and the engineering stuff is like you create this narrative like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I'm because I'm so good at math and whatever, I can I can go do engineering. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to come out on the other side. I'm gonna like go engineer for this company and do like work on automotives because that's like what I'm re what I think is really cool. And then I'm going to become out making all this like money. And like I know exactly what I'm going to do. And then when you make a huge change, like switching a major or. Uh, some people it's leaving uh, an organization mm. or leaving uh, a, a club or sometimes even, even a group the, of people, the things that you're forced to do, like graduate a mm. university or graduate high <laughs> the school. Things that you're forced to do. Graduate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, when people go through big changes like that, it changes the narrative of almost their life. And especially when people's narratives for themselves get changed to something that they've been telling from something that they've been telling themselves for a long time, mm -hmm. dealing with that can be difficult. But at the same time, when you push against that, you're kind of, you're leaving the door closed for all of the opportunity mm. and the change and the growth that you can gain from that. Cause mm -hmm. all of those things, it's just an experience that you're going through. It can add so much to your life. And that was one of those things that I, I learned through kind of doing things like that, like switching my major and leaving some of the activities that I've been involved with for mm -hmm. a long time and, you know, looking forward to some of the things and, you know, graduating. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm -hmm. And honestly, college is the optimal time for that. Think yeah. about it, right? Once we all graduate and have jobs, it's not going to be as easy to be able to change even. And so, as you said, like, it's so important to be open to doing that. And I love this topic, and we're going to get into it in a future episode. I know failing yeah. forward is one of these ideas that we're yeah. hopefully going to be talking about soon. So stay tuned for Definitely that before we get way too into this topic. That's, it's so that's easy. like a right. whole conversation. <laughs> so, it's so, so easy to go on a tangent. Here. Oh, yeah, for sure, for <laughs> so sure. Easy. But, uh, you know, kind of one last thing I want to bring up to kind of wrap up this idea of yeah. time management. Um, and this is something that I personally heard about this summer, and I really, really like having this as a topic in your mind to just think about consciously. And yeah. this is whole idea of a to-do list versus a to-be list. Yeah, man. And I really think, uh, we were talking a little bit about this earlier, very brief, because I had actually never heard about this before. Pooj brought yeah, it up either. before. Mm -hmm. Cause, and for me, when, when you, we were talking about it, it really just resonated a lot with the discussion that we were kind of talking about with priorities, mm -hmm. because there's the things that you have to do, and then there's the, the things that you're doing them for, right? Yes. Actually, yes. I just, perfect analogy. Yep. Uh, in my strategic management class last week, we were talking about a vision versus a mission versus objectives versus the goals. Okay. Um, so vision is like, the, would for and I feel like every, each individual person can have their own vision, mission, goals, and objectives, right? Because the vision is like what you see for yourself and your impact being on the world as a person. Mm -hmm. The mission is how you're going to achieve that. So, for example, like, my mission would be 
just helping people, affecting people's lives and helping them make the most out of themselves, right? And the mission for me would be doing that through music as an artist and also through things like this and meeting and talking to people, Mm -hmm. right? Goals would be, for example, making the podcast episodes. Like, I'm I'm trying to do this podcast right now, and that's a way for me to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the objectives is, like, getting this episode done, Mm -hmm. right? And for me... That whole the vision and the mission part for me is really that to be list. It's like this is the vi- this is the vision I hold for my life, and what I'm really trying to aim for. And mm-hmm. uh, when, and then you get into the to do list, which is like putting that into action and how you can live that every day. Because um, the other thing is that the vision and the mission isn't so much. It's not always just a future thing. It's like I want for people who are like I want to be happy and impact people. You can do that every day. Mm. Right, it's really just about how you're doing that every day, and that's where we get into time management. Is like, what are the things that you're picking to spend your time on? And is it focused on what you see yourself, what you see your life as, and what yeah. you want to get out of it? What you self, what you see yourself being? Yeah. Mm. Um. So I, I've I've never heard of this to be list, to okay. do to be list. Um, but we did talk about it briefly before starting. Um, and I, I'm in a stage where I'm, I'm questioning it, but that's not a bad thing because, mm-hmm. um, like I mentioned before, um, I feel like the to be list would, um, make you feel pressure to get things done or it, it brings up a lot of way. other issues, but it is the, the idea of having like, you know, something like a goal list. Cause this is what essentially it is, right? To okay. have like a goal, like a long term goal list, mm-hmm. um, which people really have in their mind. Like for me, like I know my long term goal right now or the goal that I'm trying to strive for, like, for my career is, like, you know, to work at a creative agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was to put, like, you know, work at a creative agency, um, I don't know, like, you know, like get involved outside of Stevens at another, like, program or something or mm-hmm. be creative director of another place. I feel like if I if I just keep adding things to that list, like, it's easy to do that because it's so far away. Um, but as you're getting closer to it, it's just, like, like, are you really doing things to, you know, get to that goal? It just puts that pressure on you. Like, you know, you have to do this. You have to do that. Um yeah. But I know it's like a conscious thing where you have to think to yourself, you know, you have to, you know, go slow and think, take it slow. Um, but I think it's just for me, like, being that I think about, think a lot, I worry a lot, like, I don't think it'll be the best thing for me. But mm-hmm. if it's something like, you know, have at least one goal, but that's, that doesn't exist for me because, like, you know, I'm, I'm think, I think too much. <laughs> I'll lot. have more than one goal in, head, in yeah. my mind. Um, yeah. But also with a to-do list, it's, it's something that you, you can have, like, readily available, like, in like, your face because it's, like, mm-hmm. things that are that you're going to do within the next couple of days, maybe a month. But the to-be list is, like, it could be things that you can have done within the next month. Um, it could also be things, for me, I, th- I think automatically think of things that's, like, like a long-term kind of thing. Like, okay. things that can, that you, that things, well, goals that you have for yourself that's, like, you know, a long time from now, mm-hmm. which is where, you know, I'm iffy at. That's where I'm, like, kind of iffy with it. Um but the idea to have it in mind, like, I have it in mind, like, what I want to do. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It is, those are just my thoughts. Is this not a <laughs> set of stone, like, yeah, no, for y'all? Definitely. But these are just my, this is what I'm thinking about right now. I mean, it's so interesting. Um, so, like, I love both those answers. It's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. It's like, I know I brought this idea up, mm-hmm. but I would probably say that I have the least concrete, like, mind about it like i don't really yeah. have my mindset made up on what i think about this idea mm-hmm. i just it's an idea that I, has gotten me really thinking about a lot so like you know julian especially with you yours is very concrete and, yeah. and the way you take your to do and to be lists mm-hmm. yeah. seem to be very concrete goal oriented duan you mentioned that as well like yeah. having a set goal 
the way when I was first thinking about to be lists wasn't actually like, wasn't necessarily like a concrete to be as an individual, but more a to be list as just a human being. And so the way that I thought about what my to be list was, what is my personality and what is it that like, if say I had to leave a legacy at something, what is that going to look like? Mm. And I think that doesn't necessarily only come for what yeah. you've done for an mm-hmm. organization or what you're leaving, but what what you were as a person, mm-hmm. right? When yeah, you leave an true. org, you think about it in our own orgs, like I yep. think about my fraternity, is these, these guys who have graduated, it's not necessarily just what they've done because everyone does a lot, but it's more who were they as people and individuals, that's what gets remembered. Yeah. And so when I think about this idea of a to-be list, the way I see it isn't necessarily having all these like long-term goals written down, but just being conscious about actively knowing that what I'm doing every day is true to myself and my beliefs and my morals. Mm. And for me, my beliefs and my morals are huge. And like, I, I try to live by that and everything that I do and everything that I like, carry myself with. And so just thinking about those beliefs and morals for me are what my to be list are. So yeah. it's a very mm. abstract answer to the question because, yeah, yeah. you know, it isn't, I don't have this defined in my head and I don't, I've never written anything down for yeah. a to be list, but I think starting a conversation about it was super cool for me especially this summer where i was able to think about those you know more abstract ideas of what my ideals and morals were in a sense yeah i like that and living by it every day you know and that's like because we were thinking about you know goals yeah oriented things yeah um but i don't think about it it's like i'm thinking now like who do i who do i want to be known as what do do i want to be yeah um as a person um when i do graduate or like in life Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thinking about legacy is important yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. weird. I really thought about it. And I never like, thought about it until this summer because yeah. I was at this or, uh, this uh, this thing down in Richmond for my yeah. fraternity, which was like leadership conference or leadership. Um, what do you call it? Like retreat, basically, mm. uh, would be the best way to describe it. But they talked a lot about what is your legacy going to be. Yeah. And actually thinking That's about tea. that was like, that yeah. oh tea. my god, what? I've never, yeah. I've never thought about this. Like, what is my legacy? Like, that's such yeah. a big question. Yeah. yeah. Like, but. Time management kind of, I think, plays right into that. Yeah, and like wrapping up, mm-hmm. it's we got like really kind of existential and like really deep mm-hmm. uh, during parts of this conversation. And I think it's important to emphasize that that's why time management looks so different for each individual and why mm-hmm. each, each of you that's listening and is like interested in this topic, it's going to be a lot of self-exploration and finding what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, you know, what we talked about today is some of the things that have helped us and kind of our mentalities on it. And uh, hopefully it helps. And hopefully you can resonate with some of the things that we talk about. And uh, hopefully that it also pushes you y'all out of your comfort zone to kind of do that self-exploration that's really needed to do a lot of the time management. And there is that kind of like math equation side of it. It was like, I have 24 hours in a day. How like how much time is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also equally important. Um, because you also have to understand how much time you take to do things. Uh, the biggest thing is just understand yourself. Yeah. Right. So I feel like um, just one more last thing. I feel yeah. like what you said about the to be list, like that was a good thing, a good way to end, mm-hmm. like you know, this topic. Yeah. Um, but this whole time, I was just thinking about the common themes that kept coming up throughout the this discussion. And it was for you, like you know, time management for you. It's like prioritizing things. Yeah. And then for me, it was like you know, what I'm truly passionate about. And then like Pooja had a much a much deeper like thinking about it yeah which was good i feel like all these combined it's like you know yeah it leaves like you know our audience whoever's listening with mm-hmm. you know those ideas like you know just exactly just think just, you know yeah, gives them a lot to think about definitely For sure. yeah man that's 
thinking about where's the time gone. There you go. There you go. So, thank y'all for tuning in. You know, until hope. next week. Until next, next week. Like, go. share, subscribe. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell, tell your everyone. Friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. You know. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah. anywhere you can find your podcast. You're, I mean, you know that since you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, yeah. Sweet. Have a nice day, y'all. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>